the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. For in-depth business and investing news, we are Business 1440, KYCR, Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. As the nation continues to deal with the coronavirus, the impact has been hard on the financial markets. The energy markets in particular, yesterday on the Dimex, oil prices were down $4.62 a barrel to $41.28. Meanwhile, the impact on the broader economy has been pretty heavy as well as investors are worried about how the coronavirus might affect business decisions. As companies and governments and large banks buy bonds very, very, very heavily, like they're doing now, the interest rates in these bonds go down a lot, and they're at way into record lows, low levels we've never seen before. Just one impact on the economy there from correspondent Seth Suttle on Wall Street Friday. The Dow was down 257 points, 25,864. This is SRN News. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by, making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a large portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-797-5868. 800-797-5868. That's 800-797-5868. Guys, waking up over and over to urinate is not okay. But now you can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips. With the ingredients in Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced. We're talking about less urges to urinate at night, less bathroom trips during the day, and better bladder emptying. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. You can try a full 30-day bottle of P3 Advanced. Free. Just pay shipping and handling. No strings attached, no obligations, and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply. Absolutely free. Call 1-800-459-3174. Super Beta Prostate is the best-selling brand in major retailers like Walmart. But for this no-strings-attached free bottle, you must call now. Call 1-800-459-3174. Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. Call 1-800-459-3174. 1-800-459-3174. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. The predatory nature now of global capitalism, it's just completely unrestricted. There's no constraints. It's a wild time. It's the King Banyan Show. We want to create jobs. The quickest way to do it is to provide more food stamps. Government is that fiction whereby everybody believes that he can live at the expense of everybody else. As an educator and former legislator. And that is the free lunch myth. Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you. Hip, hip, hooray. Unemployment is down. We're in an age where, where common sense sounds esoteric. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Unfortunately, economists, the words carry relatively little weight in politics. Now, here's King Banyan. Good morning and welcome, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Job Saturday. It is. It's Job Saturday here on the King Banyan Show. That once a month uh, 
once a month opportunity for us to take a look at the jobs report. And never has a jobs report been more overlooked when it had abundant good news than this one. Uh, and no, it's not a it's not a conspiracy regarding uh, the president. It is, in fact, uh, just the state of affairs we're in. Uh, we it's worth remembering this. The jobs report is taken is a survey in a particular week, and it is always the week during which the twelfth day of the month happens. Okay, so th- there's a slight difference between the household survey and the payroll survey or establishment survey. And all of my listeners here on the King Banyan Show on Business 1440 always know there that a jobs report is two reports in one, two surveys in one report. And it's right, you got you got chocolate in my peanut butter. Uh, but you but the two reports are both surveys one a call-out survey to households the other a survey of uh, of submissions of uh, of payroll information from about six thousand businesses around the country from which they extrapolate the number of jobs in the economy overall and from that information we got two hundred seventy three thousand jobs in the economy in the month of February. That's a substantially higher number than normal. It's the in twenty nineteen job growth averaged one hundred and seventy eight thousand jobs to put that in perspective. And so you would have thought we'd all be doing handsprings. And yes, the number was bound to be a little bit elevated because right now the census is getting ready to be taken. Sometime in this upcoming week you will start to see census forms in your mail. You don't want census workers knocking on your door? Respond. All you got to do. Because if you don't respond, they're going to come knock on your door. Because the census is every 10 years, and it's how we do our counting. And for those of you, and yes, full disclosure, I am part of the campaign to be sure that everybody in Minnesota gets counted. Uh, I joined on to that a couple years ago. Because who... Who has two thumbs and loves census data? This guy. It's how I it's how I do a lot of the research that I do that people like to read about, particularly when they're they're out in Greater Minnesota and saying, "What's going on in my economy? I don't want to know what's going on in the Twin Cities. Tell me what's going on here." Census data is a big part of what we offer to them when they do that. From the work I do here at St. Cloud State, where by the way, it's spring break. The parking lot is empty as I walked up the stairs. I'm pretty sure right at this moment, there is nobody else in this humongous building along the Mississippi River other than yours truly. So it's just you and me, kiddo. Grab your coffee. Let's let's have a job Saturday right now. Uh, so back to the survey. They do this survey every month. The survey is actually done by... Uh, BLS and also by the census offices, depending on whether you're looking at the payroll survey, that's BLS, or the household survey, that's actually a branch of, that's actually being done using workers from the census who, there. But when we do the the every 10-year actual decennial census, we hire additional workers. So in this 273,000, Everyone's like, first thought was, well, you know what? You got to deduct because they're adding workers on for the census. Well, you want to know how many they added? Across the entire country, seven. They added 7,000 workers to that to that particular number. Uh, government employment, though, overall was up 45,000, okay, including 8,000 at the federal side. So most of the hiring was actually happening at state and local governments. Now, some of that can be somewhat uh, somewhat uh, uh, attached to the census work because states want to make sure they're counted. Here in Minnesota, what do we want to count? Why do we want to be counted? Because we're right on the, the edge. Because remember, the first purpose of the census is to, is to decide how many representatives to Washington each state gets. And 
we're right on that border between having seven representatives and eight representatives. And so there's a desire to be sure we get everybody counted so we can keep that eighth congressional district because there's a lot of funding that is driven by how many districts do you have. And so being on the wrong side of that number and going back to seven doesn't just mean that two congresspersons have to run in a race against each other or one of them has to leave voluntarily. It also means that there's there's an impact on the amount of money that we get back from Washington for all the money we send to Washington. So we want that census count. But again, there wasn't a whole lot of workers there. But even on the private side, if you take 273 and you subtract off the 485, that still leaves you 228,000 private sector jobs. That's a big number. It's even it's even larger than what we thought from the ADP report on Wednesday. And so and so those numbers are, so that number is quite large. Gains were help were in the healthcare sector which has been strong for I don't know going on two decades now. Likely with coronavirus that number will continue to grow. But what was really interesting is food service and drinking places up in February. That's likely to reverse. Construction, because of warm weather, somewhat construction due to warm weather. But the housing market has been doing very, very well. As I noted uh, last week or two weeks ago to you here on the King Banyan Show, one, one notable feature of the local uh, real estate market up here is the number of houses on the market. You know, in terms of the number of months of inventory, pretty low. And you're seeing demand for, for additional housing, even though in the month of January, up here in the central Minnesota area, we only saw three uh, new single-family building permits pulled for the entire month uh, up, up in this area, two, two, of them, two of them well to the north of St. Cloud. But as I look around, as I, as I look elsewhere, uh, it, but look elsewhere, financial activities was strong, professional and technical services was strong, it's very hard to find it's very hard to find a place uh that that saw any kind of decline. Everything else I haven't discussed was flat to slightly up, less notable. But in terms of the payroll survey, across the board very strong. Maybe some assistance, some tailwind coming from a few areas. We'll talk about coronavirus a little bit more later and its impact on the jobs report. But I think these numbers are, are these numbers look very good. Let me talk about one more thing about the household side. I'm going to talk talk see talk on the payroll side. I'll do the household side uh, during the next segment. But on the payroll side, the when people were trying because there are people trying to say it's not that great a number two seventy three. It was very interesting. I actually don't have a good clip for you from an administration official going out to talk strongly about. Hey, wasn't this a great jobs report? Normally, if you listen to this show, you know I get I get a big uh, Larry Kudlow great thing. I've got a Larry Kudlow clip for you because goodness knows it wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a jobs report if I didn't have a Kudlow clip. Uh, but and and we'll play that for you in the next segment too. But right now, what I wanted to say was what I do want to say to you right now is the. Everybody has looked at these numbers and tried to say, what do they look like in March now that you have all of all of the impact of coronavirus built in? Now, it feels to me, and I'm just extrapolating from the experience in China, it feels to me like the pathway in China is about, is about five to six weeks. Although, as we always say on this show, take all data from China with a grain of salt. Well, you should take all data with a grain of salt. But put an extra shake on the put an extra shake of the shaker salt shaker onto the data that comes from China. But you're seeing reports. Let me see if I can find some. Um, you're seeing you're seeing reports that, uh, for example, this is in this South China Morning Post from Thursday. China may have no new coronavirus cases outside Hubei Center by mid March. 
Um, so, although there was a report that they, that something happened in Shanghai last, uh, somebody died in Shanghai last night of of it as well. So, you're getting random reports here and there, but you're beginning to see that certainly the numbers from China are subsiding. That means that the path from the very first outbreak, which would have been in late December, to the other side of the other side of this, is approximately two months long. And the ep- and the peak of of the, the increase happens about six weeks in. The United States is currently about two to three weeks into this. So we're going to see the next. We're going to see the next. Um, we're going to see the next report certainly get hit by this. But it focuses on on specific sectors, and in particular, the leisure and hospitality numbers that we saw. So if I go to leisure and hospitality, um, uh, food and service, food services and drinking places increased by fifty three thousand jobs. Um, in February, and it's been up by 252,000 jobs over the last seven months since since middle of 2019. The restaurant industry, the restaurant business, has been just doing gangbusters. But now, I don't know. I went to some places. I, I I've been picking it take because my wife is down with a different flu. She's down with with uh, plain old influenza A, which which does kill more people than. Than, than than the other stuff. I've been at restaurants uh, over the last few weeks, and they don't look any more or less full than they did before. You know what? We'll take a break here. We'll come back right after this. King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Limitless access to business and investment strategy. Listen to Business 1440 with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and invest worldwide. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, mm-hmm. phones, mm-hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. <laughs> your weight is up. <laughs> You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting dinged just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, or maybe he's on anxiety meds mm-hmm. for just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh, you got to say that again. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and term provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, a million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big Lou. He's like you. 800-555-2085. That's 800-555-2085. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085. You know, spring cleaning doesn't just mean the deep clean you do around the house once a year. You may want to do some tidying up for your business's digital marketing. And Salem Surround can help. Whether you're just getting started in the world of digital marketing or already have a plan that's not getting results, we give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Salem Surround provides your business with all your marketing needs under one roof. And face it, in 2020, if you're not effectively using digital media, you're behind the competition and losing sales salem surround will help identify any weak points in your marketing strategy and consult with you to bring solutions that will meet your needs and exceed your expectations total market saturation for increased return on investment contact salem surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to learn how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers learn more at surroundmsp.com surroundmsp.com connecting you with new customers here is your class valedictorian you want your child to succeed at every level in life to succeed they need a solid foundation your child's education is an opportunity to instill a lifetime's worth of christ-inspired principles to create that foundation at TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we help your child get into a private christian school for 50 percent off their first year 
For more information, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Need windows? Why sit through three separate high-pressure sales quotes when you could get three competing quotes in less than one hour? Hi, I'm Ryan, owner of My Three Quotes. I will personally come out to your home for free. No pressure, no gimmicks, three quotes guaranteed. Visit My Three Quotes today. Welcome back, King Banging Show, Business 1440. By the way, your questions and, and comments, welcome, 651-289-4477. I'll address the coronavirus issue and and, and the data that, that we would use for it in, in a bit. It, there's, I think, I think there's a, a real difference in how people think about that and... Um, I was actually thinking in my in the car as I was driving in perhaps a little explanation about about risk and risk aversion is um is in order um so let me let me get to that a bit but first it's job Saturday we have to work our way through the jobs report um and I said before the break that the administration was kind of downplaying a little bit of this um so it, and so let me play for you. This is uh, Larry Kudlow on, on, I believe, yes, this was on Bloomberg uh, earlier uh, yesterday after the report came out. And listen to how quickly they pivot from the quarter one information to, to about the February jobs report to talk about what's coming ahead going forward. Let's go ahead and play Kudlow, please. The labor market looks excellent. It's very strong. And incidentally, most sectors in the economy look strong. We're we're through the first two months of the, of the first quarter, right? So we got January and February. And some of the China influence is already affecting us, but the numbers are probably better named by thought. Um, you may be 25 to 3% in the first quarter. I know, as a realist, um, economic growth is likely to slow in the second quarter and maybe the third. I don't want to get too far ahead of it because some of these uh, virus numbers in China come away down. Outside China, not so much. But I'm just saying the U.S. economy is very strong. 273,000 jobs. And as you know, Jonathan, with revisions, 358,000 jobs. That's a blowout. And wage rates still rising. And, you know, the blue-collar boom we've talked about, still there from these data. Uh, Middle-income, lower-wage people are outperforming their managers. Unemployment rate, 3.5% across the board, every single demographic group. So that's awfully good. Housing is improving. Building is improving. You have a lot of construction jobs in this report and a pickup in manufacturing. So, yes, the economic base is strong. The fundamentals of the economy is strong. We are going to see uh, some issues coming up from the coronavirus. I get that. But I think for the United States, this is going to be a temporary problem. Well, that's a key question, right? Is it temporary or not? But you heard he he did play it down. Uh, that's not my usual ebullient uh, Larry Kudlow that I'm used to getting when we do this. But it, and instead... But instead, I would turn you to uh, this morning's the front page of the Wall Street Journal, which, by the way, um, by the way, has has a piece titled China's Early Missteps Fed Epidemic. As you might be aware, uh, China and the United States have been having a little fight over uh, over uh, journalism, uh, free journalism after China expelled three you uh, three Wall Street Journal uh, reporters and people thought would the Wall Street Journal um, succumb to that this is on the front page of the Wall Street Journal uh, as doctors raised alarms officials dragged their feet to take action against the coronavirus okay um, if I'm a if I'm a remaining Wall Street Journal reporter in China I would probably be getting my luggage out right now because I don't think you're, I don't think you're sticking around very long. Um, Diane Swank, chief economist at Grant Thornton, in an ar- article titled "Virus Risk Darken Virus Risk Darken Outlook for U.S. World Economies," the good news is the U.S. has a lot of momentum heading into this. 
The risk is that is this mutates into a more vicious cycle. And it's it is a real it is a real question whether or not it it mutates or not. And but, but we'll we'll get I'll talk a little bit more about that in 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 maybe the next in the next hour when we when we talk about the Federal Reserve. But let me turn back to the to the to the employment report just a, for a little bit longer because I think the information within it is 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 worth understanding. Average hourly earnings for all employees rose 9% to $28.52. Oh, year over year that gives you a 3%, a 3.0% raise in nominal wages. Remember that productivity over the last year has risen at about one and a quarter percent. Prices have risen at about one and a half percent. That three percent rate is what's really sustainable, for one thing. Secondly, and I think this is the point that people miss, this is again thinking about how do we actually collect this data. If you think about the the jobs that were added in in February, we we noted that there was a large uptick in jobs in leisure and hospitality, particularly in restaurants. Well, restaurants are not known for paying $25 an hour to their workers. They're known for paying fairly low wages. So as you increase the mix of people in leisure and hospitality, as you increase the mi- the, the the mix of people of uh, people working in in other services, you are likely to see a pull down in those wages. Second of all, we saw from the household side that more and more workers are, are re-entering the workforce, our re-entry rate, to look at the household data for a second. The re-entry rate has increased. New workers are being brought into the, into the labor, labor force. When a worker who has been unemployed for a substantial period of time or someone who simply, who maybe had been working from home or maybe had been helping with child rearing, when that person comes into the labor force and takes their first job, their wages are likely not to be at the average wage of everybody else that's there. So if you add one person at below, below the median wage, you're going to pull the median wage down below the average wage. You're going to pull the average wage down. An economy that's adding workers, it's still adding workers, is likely, in fact, to see and is to likely to see these wage increases grow at lower and lower rates, unless the jobs you're adding are jobs that are in high value added, largely goods producing sectors. But manufacturing has been relatively weak, where those jobs would normally be found. The construction sector has done reasonably well, but the construction sector is only a third the size of the manufacturing sector. Well, probably 40% the size of the manufacturing sector. So, on balance, the jobs we're adding are probably at the be- at, at a level below where the existing wages are, wage increases maybe are not happening altogether that fast, but perhaps many of those workers, instead of taking wage increases, are taking compensation in other ways. Maybe they're taking additional benefits. Maybe they're taking additional time off. Maybe they're, maybe they're negotiating with their employers to get paid family leave as a voluntary act between an employer and employee rather than a forcible act being shoved down the throats of folks through through legislation. If that's what's happening, then you should expect that, that those numbers will be moderate. And they're not so moderate that they look out of line to the inflation and productivity numbers that are ha- that we we read. In short, the people who keep saying, "Well, we should have a four percent unemployment, we should have four percent wage growth, four and a half percent wage growth, not three percent wage growth." If that was true, the Fed funds rate would be increasing because, in a world where people think in terms of a Phillips curve, faster wage growth rate 
is indicative inflation, and that would be an indicator to monetary policy that it's too loose. Monetary policy is not too loose. If anything, it might still be a, a little on the tight side. I'll talk about that. I'll talk about that later. But, okay, but I'll tell you this much. If the wage rate did go to 4%, I certainly would not use that as a reason for tightening monetary policy. But this 3% growth rate is not an indication that we need more stimulus. This 3% wage growth rate is simply an indication that the people that we're bringing into the workforce are people who have historically had difficulty even being in the workforce or earning median wages. As they come into the workforce, as they gain experience, as they are able to search for better and better jobs, those folks are that wage rate will increase on its own. So I don't find I don't so when I hear people talking about focusing on well wages only grew at three percent, it's like tell me why they should grow at four. Give me your story. Because I have a pretty good story for why they should grow at three, and why three is absolutely a very sustainable number, and one that's an indicator that this labor market is still very, very healthy, going into whatever shock it is that we're about to, that we are in the beginning throes of right now. We'll be back after this. You are listening to the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Want new flooring but don't have time to go to a showroom to shop for it? Serenity Home Interiors will come to you. You're busy and it can be overwhelming to look at hundreds of flooring samples and thousands of colors. Serenity Home Interiors' all-new shop-from-home options solves your problem. They assemble today's most popular styles and colors from the brands you know and love and bring those beautiful samples right to you. You'll be able to see, feel, and even smell the carpet or flooring, if that's your thing. Then compare it to your cabinets, furniture, paint, and the unique lighting in your home. Serenity Home Interiors experts won't pressure you to buy on the spot like some other shop-at-home companies. But if you do decide to purchase now, you can take advantage of their limited-time, friendly financing, 0% interest for 18 months. When you're ready to find the perfect flooring at the best prices right from the comfort of home, contact Serenity Home Interiors. Visit shi-mn.com for your 100% free, no-obligation, in-home consultation. That's shi-mn.com. Limitless access to business and investment strategy. Listen to Business 1440 with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and invest worldwide. How does the baby move in your tummy? How does the baby eat? Can the baby hear me? How did the baby get in there? Wow, a pregnancy can sure generate a lot of questions. But what's important is that a baby is a baby inside and out of the womb. Not just after birth, but nine months before at conception. That's right. Every baby is a miracle. Hello, my name is Marianne Kuharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org or better yet, simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the key word pro-life. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. We are there, day one, with baby names and a gift that lasts a lifetime. We are there, as you grow, protecting you and those you love. And we are there, as you start your next chapter. We are with you through life's journey. We are Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. Get to know us at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. We know you're going to love that brisket. 2141 Cliff Road in Egan and at rackshackbarbecue.com. That's rackshackbarbecue.com. Get that rackshack attack, rackshack barbecue.
Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. 651-289-4477, the number, que- number to call, questions, comments. Great conversation on Twitter. If, you, if you're unfamiliar with how we do this on Twitter, if you're new to the show, first of all, if you're new, awesome. Thank you for listening. There are all kinds of things you can do on a Saturday morning, and we're glad you're willing to spend a little bit of that time with us. I'm also uh, reminded by some people that... Uh, we are likely to be doing lots more things from home. So there might actually be more people listening to us actually on terrestrial radio. Of course, you can always find us at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com if you're interested in being, if you're interested in listening to us while you're away. It may, in fact, be the case that uh, based on uh, his uh, most recent tweets uh, that, uh, that uh, Don, who often tweets at us at pound KBRS, is actually in travel status right now and listening to us, listening to us through the through the air, uh, through the cables or through the internet rather than through a plain old radio. Um, I still remember I was looking at. Oh gosh, I can't remember what I was looking at, but uh, I think I was watching The Crown last night, and one of the characters uh, who's going who's leaving the castle packs a small transistor radio. How many of us remember small transistor radios? I remember always having one with me because that is, in fact, how I would listen to my Red Sox uh, when I was a kid and we were up at the beach in the summertime. The one My parents would always rent a place at the beach for one week every summer. It was very near where they both grew up. Uh, it wasn't always the same place, but it was in that same town in uh place called Wallace Sands, New Hampshire. Um, very, very small beach. And, uh, or York, where we eventually, where my parents eventually uh, bought a house after they left New Hampshire. Uh, but you'd always pack that little transistor radio. And I love transistor radio. I love that. And I was thinking to myself just the other night, you know, I'm not really a prepper. But if I was, if, if all of a sudden something really weird happened and I just couldn't actually have the internet anymore or so forth, I would probably spend some time looking around the house to see if I still had a transistor radio. Eric, do you own a transistor radio? A, a battery-operated transistor radio? No, I do not. Oh, that's too bad. I, I, I recommend them. I mean, anyway, unless, you, unless you count my cell phone as a transistor radio. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know what? I think that's probably the answer. I think the probably the answer is we probably are we probably double our phones as 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 radios. Yeah, because I have Spotify, I have Apple Podcasts, yeah. I have all the great wonderful apps from the station here, and you know that's how I listen right. to the radio sometimes. Well, given that I live up in St. Cloud, I can't get the signal over the airwaves, so I have to listen to you through my phone. Which is pretty much how it always happens. I uh, it, up here. So yeah, I suppose the phone is the substitute now. But suppose the cell towers went down. Then we're in trouble. I well, then we're in big trouble, aren't we? Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven on your cell phone or landline if you still own one. Um, we do. Uh, anyway, I wanted to talk about. Let's let's just reflect a little bit more on the jobs report. Uh, this was. Uh, Jan Hatzius, he's the chief economist at Goldman Sachs, yesterday at, uh, on CNBC speaking about the jobs report. Go ahead and play that clip, please, Eric. It's a very unimportant jobs number. I don't think it really is going to have any impact on how people think about it. We already knew that the economy was actually in decent shape going into this, and this just prov- provides some further evidence. But I don't think it really tells you whether this is going to be a you know, temporary setback or something more extended and, and deeper. We don't, we don't uh, know that based on what the jobs numbers are or any of the other numbers earlier this so year. So what, what does it do to expectations for March? I think in terms of uh, the March FOMC meeting... Um, well, well, I, th- I meant the jobs number, the, but... I think the jobs number is probably going to be significantly weaker in, uh, in March. That's partly just because 273,000 is above the, the trend, and partly because by March you might start to see some weakness in some of the areas that are hit 
by pullback by consumers, high face-to-face interaction. Leisure and hospitality is a good example. That was up uh, about 50,000 in this report, and that's a quite a strong number, but I would expect some weakness there. And I, so that's, that's part of the question, right? Part of the question now is, is what happens. There's two sides of this. We talked about this last week on the show. What we talked about on the, what we talked about, I tried to sketch out for you what a model would look like for, for, uh, the impact of a coronavirus hit on the United States, which now looks more likely than it did when we spoke last Saturday. I think there's going to be some impact. A lot of you, you've heard Cudlow, now you've heard Hatzius uh, at, at, at Goldie. They're all talking about talking about the impact. Although I think most of the impact will be in second quarter. The third, the the March figure is likely to still be positive. Everyone's kind of wait, holding their breath and waiting because at some point we're going to break the string of positive months of of in the jobs number. Okay, the last negative number goes all the way back goes all the way back to 2010. And so now we've had over 120 months, well no, take that back. 118 now 119 months of positive jobs figures. Now there are revisions to the data and what some positive figure out there somewhere might might roll back to negative uh sometime when when the next uh, re you know next next uh, benchmarking or revisions to uh five years of jobs data happens but be that said there are people out there and there and because everything is politics right now there are actually people in some sense rooting for that i don't think march is going to be that month i was commenting um i was commenting uh on through twitter yesterday about after the jobs report came out and there was other negative data. So we actually had a, a place where I do think you saw impact, the, the early impact of coronavirus, and that's on international trade. Okay, so if I looked at the international trade data, what I, what I saw was, in fact, uh, the trade deficit uh, came in at $45.3 billion. Imports and export activities declined, but the imports fell faster, which is reflecting the fact that we're not getting as many goods out of China as we would have expected. As uh, as Brian Westbury at first tr- at first trust noted in his note on that on the on that release, total volume of trade imports plus exports declined 1.1 percent in January, down eight tenths of a percent versus year ago levels. So it's not good news, and February is likely to be even worse. Look, in terms of what happened in China, Lunar New Year happens the last week. Um, Lunar New Year happens, and it actually at the end of January. If you're a if you use Chinese inputs in your supply chain, you automatically stock up in January. You always stock up in January. And given that we are beginning to get reports about coronavirus, some, some manufacturers here in the States actually stuff their channels with extra product to come in here. But Lunar New Year starts in January and ends in the first week of February. And remember, the Chinese told their folks to stay away from work for an extra week or two. It takes about 30 days for those goods to get here. It get, takes about 30 days for those goods to get here. So the impact of the closing of those supply chains is only coming online right about now. So I don't think you're going to see an impact in March very much from this. I don't think the impact really can show up till April. Because rational businesses probably took care of some of their supply issues. And if, in fact, places are actually working again and putting things back into process, this is a one-quarter impact. The second-quarter numbers are going to be weak regardless. Eric, go ahead if you, you, you got a question from a caller that you wanted to stick in there. Yes, I did. Um, the caller was just inquiring about uh, the import of uh, rice from China and Vietnam. A lot of the restaurants, like on the Skyway in downtown St. Paul, could be 
you know, closing for the foreseeable future because rice cannot be imported, so they have to, uh, you know, substitute in say potatoes for the rice. So yeah. what? Well, what's uh, what's your take on that? My thought. So I think there are lots of places you can get rice from, so there'll be substitutes. But I think what you'll see is it's that's it's a great question, and I think of it in this way. Okay, if you go to a I mean, I imagine, Eric, uh, because because you probably still have the love for those things. I no longer go to Chinese buffets. But do you still go? Do you go to do you like going to a buffet, a Chinese buffet? Uh, Not as often as I would like, but I mean, I I wouldn't turn down a Chinese buffet or anything like that. And you certainly and you wouldn't turn them down now, even in, in you know, in, in the in the face of uh, potentially well, I mean, coronavirus. I, I might reconsider but i mean before yeah. before you know it was you know pretty not a regular spot but i would go there every once in a while so i first of all i don't think i don't think anyone should change their behavior regard if i don't think you should change your behavior toward chinese buffets versus buffets generally if you have if you have concerns about food being contaminated it's all food it's not just it's not just rice from china and when you're in the buffet line you have no idea where that rice came from anyway so I, I, I wouldn't do that. But I think in general, yeah, I think I think you're likely to see some increase. Although I, I don't remember this 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 statistic as a fact or not, Eric, but I or or the caller who was asking. I believe I know China is a net importer of soybean. I know they were working toward increasing the quality of rice in China. By not double planting, because if you double plant, if you double plant on a piece of land for rice, the quality of the rice you get back is worse. So I know that they were, and that indicates to me that they probably were not importing much rice, but they may have to now. My guess is China is now going to be a net importer of rice, which means the price of rice is going to go up. But China's responding by telling telling their their ag sector to double plant. Which means means probably there'll be more rice out there, but the quality of that rice is likely to be a lot poorer. So to get good rice, you may even see the Chinese buffet put out French fries. Wouldn't that be interesting? I don't know. It's a, that's a super good question, Eric. I love that question. Thank you. Thank you, caller. Uh, for that, six five one two eight nine four four seven seven with those questions. Um, it's a, it's a, that's that's really interesting. Let me get back to. We'll come back and talk more about this. I we're going to talk about what the Federal Reserve did last week too, which is a huge bit of news, and we'll get to that right after this King Banyan show business fourteen forty. Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. Guys, waking up over and over to urinate is not okay. But now you can reduce those nighttime bathroom trips with the ingredients in Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced. We're talking about less urges to urinate at night, less bathroom trips during the day, and better bladder emptying. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. You can try a full 30-day bottle of P3 Advanced free. Just pay shipping and handling. No strings attached, no obligations, and no commitments to buy. This is a 30-day supply, absolutely free. Call 1-800-459-3174. Super Beta Prostate is the best-selling brand in major retailers like Walmart. But for this no-strings-attached free bottle, you must call now. Call 1-800-459-3174. Don't miss out on this unprecedented free offer. Call 1-800-459-3174. 1-800-459-3174. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Minnesota knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love? If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. 
we need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? Minnesota needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. Hi, this is PJ from PJ's Appliance Outlet, your local, family-owned, and operated appliance store. No matter where you live in the Twin Cities, PJ's is worth the drive. We're centrally located in Plymouth. Just this past month, we've had satisfied customers from Maple Grove, St. Paul, Minneapolis, Eden Prairie, Bloomington, all over the Twin Cities. We take great pride in separating ourselves from those overpriced big box stores by simply providing over-the-top customer service, great quality products at unbeatable prices. PJ's has quickly become the trusted go-to store for brand new scratch and dent appliances. You can save hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars on brand new warrantied name brand refrigerators, ovens, washers and dryers, dishwashers and freezers, top brands like LG, Frigidaire and much more. Come visit our showroom today and ask for PJ, Bob or Jake or visit our website at pjsapplianceoutlet.com. That's pjsapplianceoutlet.com where every deal is a steal. is a burning thing and it makes a fiery ring oh i'm trying to remember there was a there was a version of this done in the early 80s by a by a punk band that was amazingly good i thought it took a lot of courage to try to do a johnny cash cover but they pulled it off and I can't remember the name of the band right now. They're an L.A. band. Ugh. Anyway. 651-289-4477. King Banyan Show on Business 1440. So, last week we covered the supply story. And as I said to you last week, even though I called my shot, I said the Fed was going to do an inter, inter, an intermeeting cut. I was in favor of doing 25. As you know, they did 50. And there's been a lot of caterwauling since that moment. If you're a fan of this show, caterwauling is probably on your bingo card, is words I like to use. Um, there was a lot of discussion that they wasted their shot. Here is the economic way of thinking about what it is you're trying to do. There are two possible impacts here. Two ways to... Th- or two ways to think about is it possible that the fed did the right thing by cutting interest rates one of them which relates to the job story this is jan hatsius again but this was actually from monday not from yesterday after the jobs report but this is well in advance of the jobs report monday maybe it's tuesday i'm not sure i get the date right but this was hatsius uh talking about an impact not on supply and supply chains but in fact instead on demand play that clip for me please A risk aversion, aversion shock potentially, so we are building in, you know, some pullback in, um, in, in consumer categories that involve a lot of face-to-face interaction um, as we see more cases of coronavirus in the United States. Obviously all highly uncertain, a lot of it depends really on, on, on the epidemiology as opposed to the economics, but then there's also the question of how do, uh, you know, how do consumers respond to reports of increasing cases, but uh, but I think that would be a you know demand shock and uh, really a risk aversion shock, not in the market sense necessarily so much, but in terms of how consumers behave. What's your assessment? Okay, so that's a I, I, that's a very important point. Last week I talked about the impact on supply chains, but this week I want to talk about is that is there such a thing as a demand shock happening here? And if there is a demand shock happening, why would it happen here in the United States more than any other place? I tweeted to you a piece that was in the New York Times yesterday from Austin Goolsby, who was the head of the Council of Economic Advisors uh, for President Obama. Um, so so grade him on that. But I, just because he was an Obama economist doesn't mean he's a bad economist. He's a great economist. He's really... 
the work he did on uh, tax incidents work back in the 90s and early 2000s is still stuff that we cite regularly. So good, good economists. But his view is that, that we have lots of high-touch events. I work at a university. We've actually stopped students from traveling overseas, not just to China or Italy, but we've said, we, not us you know, here at St. Cloud State, but the entire Minnesota State system has said, we're not going to allow. We're we're not going to have our students traveling on, and we're not going to have our faculty traveling. We're going we're we're going to tell them not to travel right now, outside of the country. Um, that may not be enough. The University of Washington yesterday announced that for the next three weeks, all their classes are going up online, and no one's to come to campus. They have fifty thousand students to go through that place. Fifty thousand students. Stanford this morning, over overnight, announced that they're going to do it for two weeks. University of Southern California is going to try to go everybody online for about three days and see if that works. And they may extend it if it turns out to be okay. Right? Do you want to go to the theater? Do you want to go? We okay? I I'm on a board of a theater. We're still operating. But we send notes to any patron, you know, who bought a ticket from us to say, look, if you're sick, please stay home. Um, there are lots of events out there, and that's not a supply shock. That's a demand shock. And if it turns out there's been a demand shock of some kind, that shock is something which monetary and fiscal policy can act upon. It can't. It can't fix a supply chain problem. It can't fix it can't fix the issue that your part that you needed is no longer coming on the boat. That's not possible. But what they can do, what it can fix, in fact, is to make up for some of those places. And particularly in, in industries like leisure and hospitality that we talked about as being helped by the jobs report. Those places are likely to be the places that are hit most by this. And that's a demand side thing. And that might be something that needs to be, that might be something to address. Take that into our next hour as we talk about, did the Fed waste 50 basis points? Right after this, you're listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Limitless access to business and investment strategy. Listen to Business 1440 with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and invest worldwide. Sebastian Gorka here for Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain. The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older, occasional aches and pains can be a real problem, keeping you from sleeping through the night or doing the things you love and need to do, like taking walks or playing golf, going up or downstairs, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. Tens of thousands are now like me, glad they ordered the three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety-five. After years of back pain, I found relief, and I believe you could too. Folks, this is why the father and son owners of Relief Factor, Pete and Seth Talbot, created the three-week quick start, and they discounted it to only nineteen ninety-five. Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384. You know, spring cleaning doesn't just mean the deep clean you do around the house once a year. You may want to do some tidying up for your business's digital marketing, and Salem Surround can help. Whether you're just getting started in the world of digital marketing or already have a plan that's not getting results, We give you all the right tools to surround your target audience and turn website visitors into website leads. Salem Surround provides your business with all your marketing needs under one roof. And face it, in 2020, if you're not effectively using digital media, you're behind the competition and losing sales. Salem Surround will help identify any weak points in your marketing strategy and consult with you to bring solutions that will meet your needs and exceed your expectations. Total market saturation for increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to learn how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. 
When it comes to replacing your windows and doors, ignorance is not bliss. You only want to have to do it once, and you don't want to make a mistake. Great Plains Windows and Doors has been helping homeowners all over the Twin Cities with their replacement needs, utilizing the entire line of Anderson Core product, including the most popular 400 series, which contractors trust the most, and they're made right here in Minnesota. Now that sounds like bliss. For a truly remarkable experience, contact Great Plains Windows and Doors at greatplainswindows.com. Business 1440 and iHeartRadio, they go together like pennies and pinching. Listen anytime, anywhere at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. 